1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense.
1: Today, we're talking about the common cold. We're going to be starting with what you learned this week's about our dogs, our relationships with them, and what it means if you love your dog. Then we're going to get into the common cold, in particular, this upcoming season and what you can expect, and also how you can prevent against the cold or help fight it naturally once you have one.
2: Namaste. Lots of
1: sicknesses coming up.
2: It's on me mind because I yesterday decided to get a double shot, a double shot of, you know. uh, COVID bivalent. Clear liquid. I got a COVID bivalent shot and a flu shot and the same old arm beamed me up, Scotty, (laughs) and I'm shivering right
1: now. Like, I'm like, I'm... (laughs) Craig's been absolute hell today. Like, actually, when you first got them last night... You, oh i felt like So you nine. felt like oh, kind of weird at first yet, but then you like seemed totally normal oh and, like, i felt I'm, so much energy i love
2: getting vaccines i'm like oh okay like did i not just play with fire and do the coolest thing science has ever given us yeah. ever like, like and just, this like, morning day. when
1: i saw your face i was like uh oh and you were like i don't feel well but, yeah i mean generally it's i love that though hours. it means it's working yeah you, it means it's is, working it is cool I to mean, be like, like your body is
2: yeah like creating immunity right now and if you could choose to get sick I don't even feel, I mean, obviously I feel sick, I feel insane, but if you could choose to have this feeling, like I got to choose the day I experienced it, I knew it wouldn't mm-hmm. be that bad. I know it's going to go away and then I'm going to hopefully have the, ri- the right <laughs> flu variant yeah, based true. on Australia's <laughs> information. <laughs> and I wanted the bivalent so bad because I'm bi. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but you yeah. always question my bi I'm just this. kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're definitely
2: bi. Okay, continue.
1: Why buy? Why not pan?
2: Oh, yeah, pan. I'm more yeah. pan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: What's continue? Um, like, what else is going on? We're moving to Columbia in four days. Yeah. Not forever, but just for a little bit. Yeah.
2: So that's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. So, I'm so... I'm really Oh, I we said have,
2: awesome sauce. That's... The vaccines are making me tweak.
1: Yeah. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: millennial to be like puns. Okay. We need to start... Accepting, leaning into That we're millennials. Yeah, and being embracing that we're millennials. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, we do. Yeah, you're right. You're (laughs) right. You're right. And I think that in itself
1: can actually be the coolest thing you can do. Yeah.
2: And I think it's actually cool and okay and radical (laughs) that I said awesome sauce. Like I actually said (laughs) that. But you have never said that before. So it's like. But maybe it's because I was so embarrassed. I am a millennial. We are millennials valid and smart and we've seen a lot of this world <laughs> yeah the world fucking hates millennials like why we're so cool <laughs>
1: well i think actually it's just it's a really big range of dates i think so yeah. i feel like it's like one of the bigger cohorts But it feels like the older generation Always had something to say about millennials Then Gen Z is obsessed with millennials It's like okay we get it Yeah it's not our fault that we were
2: really cool and came of age during Black Eyed Peas Yeah
1: we were just last night trying to figure out Like what is the next generation Apparently it's generation alpha
2: Like the really really young kids
1: Yeah who obviously have like no cultural relevance yet Yeah But will be the ones who laugh at Although
2: I've seen a couple babies in some cool converse You know (laughs) what I mean They're sat and trying It is fun as you get older
1: to sort of wonder like what would Will that gen- generation be like? Maybe more and more will be detached and will not even understand them at all. But now that we've gone through the transition and accepted we're millennials, it will be fun to see Gen Z have to do that same thing and yeah. be holding on to like the relevancy yeah. and like the cultural capital of being like, well, we define culture and being like, actually, no, Gen
2: Alpha does now. Yeah, it's like cool. You made a TikTok. Move on. Okay, <laughs> like wow, move on. Move on move Are on, we move moving on?
1: on? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Oh, what did we learn this week? Before I my. <laughs> vaccine sickness makes me start ripping on gen z which i don't i love them they're so cool they're they're like so interesting smarter smart yeah they understand their value they're
1: not obsessed with capitalism in the same way i mean they are (laughs) no sorry they are but i feel like even someone we were talking to last night who works with gen z and gen x and a lot of people in their office was like they are like nine to five you're not exploiting me beyond this this is my job fire me whatever i don't care like i'm not coming after those hours like and then she was joking that millennials are still the ones like yeah. working late and like taking all the cuz front- baby boomers slapped us
2: around. Okay. And it was like, yeah, you have to grind anyway. Okay, what is Wow, what it's really like? hard to move on from that subject these days. <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about dogs. Cuz I have one and he's right over there. And his name's Ernie, but gender's a construct, especially for dogs. So their name is Ernie. Mm -hmm. And so there was a new book that came. I love science book about book. Oh my god. These vaccines I can't talk. (laughs) I love science book about dog. (laughs) I love science books about dogs because I guess I have one. Okay. (laughs) You have a dog or a science book? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) no, I have a dog. I truly could have cared less about dogs until I had a dog. Yeah, you really didn't. So this 2005 book, an older book, this new book was bringing it up, was saying that homo sapiens maybe won out over Neanderthals because of our relationships with dogs and really? the domestication of dogs. I mean, you know. right? More than one factor anyway. Yes. It could It'd be a stretch, still- but fun. Fun to think Aww, about. That's so and cute. The reason they start to think that um, this relationship had like a profound impact was by studying the brain sizes of like canines like from the domestication of wolves like through history and humans and they found that dogs brains shrank as we domesticated them but human brains also shrank and it was like because they think that the dogs took over like the smelling Uh, and the guarding could compensate for each other and then like Uh, those aspects of the human experience like were less necessary yeah you could optimize other areas and that happened around the time of neanderthals like going out so that's why he was like hmm maybe like the guarding and the yeah so like i thought that was interesting yeah it is so interesting to think of
1: homo sapiens and neanderthals at the same time but like homo sapiens having dogs and neanderthals not yeah i know and then being like stick them you know what i mean like oh shit are they controlling those yeah (laughs) like oh
2: my god they decided to do that with wolves crazy that is interesting another thing the book said was that Puppies who have more maternal contact in early life end up being more exploratory as dogs and are more engaged with people and objects. Mm-hmm. So, like depending on like that like maternal you know development changes the dog's personality. So like sometimes people talk about breeds all the time. Yeah, they were kind of saying like obviously why you can be like oh I got my schnauzer but it's acting different. It's like literally if the mom was had more contact with it, maybe it would be like more confident, exploratory, and like people hmm. more. And that very young puppies, like when they're blind and are trying to find their way to hug, like against their mom to like get the nipple, it's called thigmataxis. Oh, like that, that process of searching or what does it mean? Yeah. Thigmataxis. Like that's
1: like when. Yeah. They go like, if you were a dog scientist, you'd be like, oh my God, look at the
2: thigmataxis happening amongst the dogs. Oh,
1: I love that. I it's very sweet. It is pretty wild. I guess actually human babies are also Cute. Speak of The devil or right here. Um, hi bud. Yeah, it's also they're also kind of blind. Like I was like, oh, it's crazy that a lot of animals are born fully blind, like their eye eyelids shut. And I know like babies come out with their eyes open, but they can't really see for a long time, yeah. or like you know, it takes a long time until they can
2: actually process the world yeah. and look at things properly. And they, apparently, right? They can only see like well, it's it's like well, they're face. both like you know mammals that suck the tea, and they like are. Dogs, this book also says dogs like human babies are the types of animals that really rely on nursing and close contact with mothers Wait, at but young don't ages. all
1: mammals suck the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> that is a definition of mammal. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, a uh, definition. I just mean like they also are ones that like, yeah, are very dependent on the mom early on. They don't fall mm-hmm. out and like... Right. You're like, sometimes you see like a giraffe and you're like, it's just walking. Yeah. In like an hour. It's yeah. like up and just like... Oh. Although dogs can swim immediately sort of and babies can't, which is crazy we chucked our dog into a lake at like four months yeah but that, oh you're right but they that develop cool. so much faster yeah by four oh, yeah. months they're kind of like teenagers
1: i spilled Did coffee just... on oh, my so rosalia like... merch
2: <gasps> rosalia. i need new merch hey, good. Uh, she has such a tight grip on my neck on your neck like it's insane how much you're rosalia. dropping everything oh my god i'm falling apart <laughs> i watch rosalia clips 48 minutes a day okay
1: all right am i ready for my what'd you learn this week Sí, señor. Okay. If you have a strong attachment to dogs or your pets, you may have an insecure attachment style. Oh, no. I'm
2: literally petting my dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: attachment styles are obviously like what kind of relationships with others you feel comfortable in. And a new study came out that was specifically on dog owners in this case, but they were, you know, thinking it applies to other pets as well. Yeah. And they found... People who are more strongly attached to their dogs also reported more symptoms of mental disorders and distress. (laughs) I'm
2: actually like pushing my dog
1: away. I'm like, go away. (laughs) I actually don't care about you. They had a stronger emotional attachment. Oh, if you had a stronger emotional attachment to one's dog, it was associated with lower comfort with depending and trusting others and a greater fear of being rejected
2: and unloved. Wow. Okay, so like, you know, there's like dogs versus cats owners like tick for the cat owner.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah, I definitely can relate. I'm like, yeah, I dogs are just innocent and loving and way easier to like trust and uh, And you
2: get you get dogs because you know they're going to be obsessed and need you whereas with cats you have to have a strong personality to be okay with the fact that they might be like we don't need you bad yeah anytime my dog even kind of like doesn't feel like being pet i'm like oh
1: my god that's so mean and
2: honestly (laughs) whenever i go to the dog park and anyone talks to me i'm like bad something's off okay that's so mean mean. well that's so mean but it's like i actually I can't say I've had, like, the most stimulating conversations at the dog park. Oh, Greg, I have. I have, have headphones I love on. It. I go, what?
1: That's, your, that's a you issue. It,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, the authors concluded that
1: the stronger your emotional attachment to your pet, it might reflect a com- compensatory... How do you say that word? Compensatory? Compensatory. <laughs> compensatory. I don't know. Right. Compe- compensatory. Compensatory. <sighs> Compensatory, like compensation. So, yeah, the stronger emotional attachment to pets might reflect a compensatory attachment strategy for people who were not able to establish secure relationships to other people during childhood. These people wow. may build more close relationships with pets that might be perceived as more reliable and less threatening. I mean, yeah, yeah, having a dog's embarrassing. No, it's stop.
2: <laughs> you have a dog. You're annoying. I know what. Okay, we're officially in a fight. (laughs) Yeah, why you say things like that? Um, I don't know. I just got two vaccines. I don't know what I'm saying. What, What did I even just say? I don't know. Let's just move on. No, wait, 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 No, we're, we're going to address this. Uh, okay, is that not what you're kind of saying? I'm not. No, I'm literally <laughs> saying I have all these issues.
1: <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. That's really all red flags. All dog people are boring. I'm like, no, I'm like self-describing myself. <laughs> oh
2: my God, and I am too. I'm saying I have a dog. I'm like that. No, you aren't. I love my I'm, dog. My dog love loves me back. I love more for sure. Okay, are we seriously going to do this right now? I think I love her anymore. <laughs> You definitely don't match, or like I have way more anxiety
1: around him. Yeah, is that love?
2: No. Is anxiety love?
1: Greg, have you ever taken him to the vet? <laughs> okay. No, because Do you know how many mine. times he's been, <laughs> and you have to go every year. Have you ever given him a tick and flea pill? I what
2: exactly? <laughs> <laughs> But have you I, ever have, have you ever ever trained him have you ever taught him one goddamn trick yes but i know you No, you teach i him. teach him trick. i am the and intellectual what good stimulator
1: is bottoming the trick bottom <laughs> doing him
2: it's really good party trick when people come over i say bottom and he puts his ass up in the air and everyone <laughs> claps and he feels good and i feel good no one cares no one there cares about the tick and flea have you ever brushed him have you ever
1: bathed him maybe you have bathed. i've him, also loved to bathe him <laughs> Anyway, I know that's wow. not the only thing that causes love, but I'm definitely his parent. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm you his peer. Even, <laughs> you're his peer. And so he probably likes you more, to be honest. But wow. it is he what knows it is. We're talking about him because he's panting. When he's older, he'll turn and be like, wow, that's the one who really took care of me. Yeah. <laughs> and that will be me, by the way. Yeah. That's true. But for now, he's like, you're the fun one who just gives him treats. and
2: While I teach him. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly We went to the dog show At the X And I was like I could do that Okay Continue <laughs> <laughs>
1: This ad is brought to you by BetterHelp. Here at Side Note, you know we're obsessed with therapy, and that's what BetterHelp is all about. Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Can't pinpoint exactly what interferes with your happiness? Try BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, which means no more uncomfortable waiting rooms. It's so convenient you can start communicating with a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor any time. And what's even better is BetterHelp is available worldwide. If you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com sidenote. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote for 10% of your first month.
2: so sick right now it's very scary and 5 to 20% of Americans are going to get a cold in late October to the beginning of December. And it's I like, it's happening, people. I feel
1: like I've already had three or four colds. And every time I've been like, is this COVID? And I've yeah. tested it. And, and then and we and test
2: and it's not. It's Whoa. not. I mean, it possibly could have been one of them, but it can't have been all of them. But is this actually <laughs> what life was like before COVID? Like social distancing? Now I'm just like, okay, we're all hanging out again. And I'm like, I feel sick. I feel disgusting all the time. I'm sick. I'm blowing my nose. There's always a yellow green.
1: I do think that. That maybe uh, having two years of isolation and not exposure to common colds and just rhinoviruses and other coronaviruses, our bodies just don't have yeah. the immunity. And part of something I'll talk about in my studies is relating to like
2: how exposure to colds can impact your body, like two other colds that are completely different, but wow. actually prepares your body. Yeah, and scientists really are right now like this season's going to be intense because we're all back together. There's mm-hmm. the flu. There is still COVID. There's the cold. And it's like I just... All people are talking about right now is how sick they are. And I'm I'm constantly like dodging people's faces. I
1: know. And I'm so much more aware. It is funny how back in the past, back in the past, pre 2020, someone could have like a stuffy nose. And it actually, it's not that it never occurred to me. No, it didn't really. I might not like kiss that person or hug them. Whoa, kissing all over the city. You know, you kiss your friend on the cheek or whatever. I mean, I would have. Oh, wow. All of a sudden he's French. (laughs) but okay yeah I'm like I guess I don't there's certain friends that you'd like get really close to or whatever yeah. I wouldn't think that much of like hugging and stuff or, but yeah. now I'm actually like if I get the hint of a tinge of a cold in your nose
2: don't even come no. three feet from in my in fact face. I will drop kick you <laughs> like, I always, like I always think about parties and how I used to be like okay so we're gonna have some studies about the common cold and what actually helps and i truly as a university student was like i think if i binge drink it helps greg used to always (laughs) tell me like no you just like take a bunch of shots and the
1: alcohol like i'm like the alcohol is killing
2: so i used to literally be like oh sweet i have a cold a party's coming up. i'm gonna (laughs) go and party and it's like no a that did not help your immune system does go down we'll talk about it in our studies b i just gave everyone a cold probably so ignorantly like i wasn't thinking about that at all the interesting thing too about
1: now is i do think there's a problem where people are like oh i'm sick but i tested it's not covid yeah i'm totally fine to go out which is maybe pretty similar to the past where you'd be like oh it's just a cold like i should go to work or whatever but it is like No, just because it's not COVID doesn't mean anyone wants you around because a lot of colds are super infectious, even though they're not
2: that deadly. We live in Canada where our healthcare system is to the brink, like Mm. absolutely full. And so flu season was always an issue. And I feel like I only (laughs) know, have learned about this because of COVID Mm -hmm. being like the hospitals in Ontario were built to handle flu season, barely, but they weren't built to handle COVID and flu season. That was part of the issue. So now I'm like, if you, obviously I don't think people, The flu is quite debilitating and I don't think that they would like go out if they had the flu, but they might have in the past. They might have been Mm -hmm. like, oh, I had a really high fever for two days. Now I'm going to go out like the third day. But like now I'm hoping we're all going to spend this season
1: resting. Yeah. And not infect other people. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But it is it is like the flu is as serious as covid in the sense that like it is what will fill up our hospitals. Yeah. So it's like we, and that's ultimately the major risk. Like of course for
1: n- many people like COVID could make you severely sick, but it's like, especially if the hospitals are full, whether it's a flu, the cold or COVID, it's like, it's the inability to access the extreme. Help yeah. that You might need that is one of the barriers <laughs> of so, like safety for it's people. It's so crazy. Awful. Like we're still win- talking about this. winter is almost insane. three years. Like
2: living in Canada, it's like everyone gets like everyone truly just starts getting so sick around this time.
1: Yeah. It, it's also crazy that truly, and I know this is the bo- like boring to say, but like three years later, we could never have realized, and I know like definitely things are better now. Things are like not as intense, less people are dying, there's vaccines. So it isn't like what it used well, to the be.
2: Di- death rate's going up. Is it? For COVID. Yeah, it is right now because of what we're just ca- about. Death rate's going up? Yes. In death America. Rate in or camp- death numbers? No, death rate. It is. Yeah. Wait, so why? what do you mean Death numbers. Wait, yeah, they the same rate thing. I'm is, turning red in the face. What's happening? Rate
1: would be like if a hundred people get infected, what percentage oh, would die? Oh, sorry. No, no. More people are dying. Yeah, because yeah, of winter. P- there, and there's a lot more people getting infected. That happens every yeah, winter yeah, though. True. I just didn't know. Like there have been times when the rate's gone up if Oh, or sorry. down if Whoa. the variant is more or less yeah. sort of like severe no sorry That's okay. okay so just the all your eyes noise. i was like oh my god uh, well that scared me <laughs> i was like what why is the death rate going up yeah sorry. Um, oh my god <laughs> so do you want to start here then you were you had some science around
2: what well um the thing about when like winter and cold the common cold like i guess what is true. I think a lot of people are like, why is it happening? And it truly is that we are all coming indoors. Mm-hmm. It is drier outside, which like the mucous membrane of your nose and your esophagus does help with the disease. It's now drying out because of the winter. Mm-hmm. You're getting inside sharing a bunch of viruses, which these all are with people like it is going around. And it's funny cause I feel like that common cold like concept is social distancing. Like, it's almost mm. like we didn't understand social distancing prior to the COVID pandemic. But like, the common cold, you should continue to think about yeah. it like that in the winter. Like the further you are away from someone, and I mean, obviously,
1: there's... Debate around like, well, if you're just a couple of feet away from someone inside and they're talking straight towards you, and they're sick, like yeah. you're, you're gonna, you're probably gonna get sick, it, it, or like your chances of getting sick are obviously so much higher. Like there's social distancing, but then there's also like, don't get together with people who are sick because just being three feet away or a meter away isn't going to save you. Yeah, but it is like interesting now that we're bringing those practices into regular life, and I hate. Hate, hate, hate how much I realize I chew my nails, I touch my face oh my all the time. And now I've been around a few people who have like light colds and stuff, and I'm like panicking, being like, I can't touch anything. I but realize that's good, how, I know that's right? good, but as a human, I'm always touching my face yeah. and my eye and it makes you realize like, yes, you can breathe like random particles in, but it's not as common. Like with COVID, it became like, okay, actually that's like quite an easy way for it yeah. to transmit. But like the common cold, like I think a lot of it is like you get it on you. If you're not putting it in your mouth, your eyes, like your orifices, like it's not going through your skin. Yeah. So if you touch something and then wash your hands, wow. you're okay. But I am somebody who's like
2: constantly
1: touching and scratching and like itching my face. I remember and rubbing when COVID my lips first and hit, they
2: were like, don't touch your face. I was like, what?
1: Yeah. And I and lean. I just like put my hands on my face to just like be comfortable. I pick my nose and eat it. I'm kidding. I do. What? <laughs> Sometimes. No, I mostly flick. Wait, are you serious? I mostly flick. Every now and then you're like, well, there's more for that to go.
2: Oh (laughs) my God.
1: (laughs) Wow. That was a role reversal. I was. Yeah, that is.
2: No, it's just. You never know. Curiosity killed the cat. Um,. Also, don't make your nose. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't get your fingers in your eyes and your nose and your mouth. Wash them it's first. It's the place where, yeah, you're going like, to be putting virus and bacteria into. There. I know.
1: And I think like the mechanism for protection is not as strong there. Like At least in your mouth, you have digestive enzymes. Not to say you can't, like, a virus can't survive that, but it's like. Your skin is not going to permeate your skin, but getting into your lungs or getting into your eyes, like you're way more likely to get a cold.
2: And based on Australia, which we all look to right now, because they just like had winter, the flu, the cold and COVID were all up. So it really? was like, it was like a like triple a rough year. Season. It was a rough season. So it's like, okay, we have to be prepared for that. And the number one thing they said was like, get your flu shot, which I did. Hence me shivering right now, but it does feel amazing. I'm actually feeling better already. I'm like the seconds are going by. I'm feeling better Hear That energy. (laughs) I mean, you took Advil, didn't you? (laughs) Oh my God. We're not sponsored. Say ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And yeah. So like it will be a very interesting winter of testing for COVID. But even if it's negative, still understanding how the flu and cold spread Mm. and social distancing. And I think taking things seriously. Did you just just burp? No, I just farted from my mouth. No, my lips just were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden today you're disgusting and I'm not. (laughs) I'm taking on the role.
1: Um, I mean, okay. I'm going to talk about this one thing uh, that a study came out this year was looking since COVID, they were like comparing colds and COVID and they realized that having a common cold mm-hmm. may actually protect you against COVID. Not Whoa. to say it's a good thing to get it or like yeah. to have one, but it was in nature that the study was, and they realized the T cells that are induced by other coronaviruses like the common cold, uh, or just like, you know, there's rhinovirus and huh. stuff can infer, um, T-cell they can recognize SARS-CoV-2, yeah. which they didn't know for sure. Like the idea was like, are they related, uh-huh. right? So they found that um, there were significantly level, higher levels of cross-reactive T cells is what they say. Yeah. Some infections won't need the same T cells. Uh, so people who had been infected with the cold... Those were able to like protect them against COVID, Ooh, which that's I thought was really cool. Interesting. And it doesn't mean it
2: can like it, that shouldn't be like. Oh yeah, it's not like thing, go get the cold. Yeah, yeah. But
1: in this case, and it wasn't a huge study, but it's still like really fascinating. They realized the T cells targeted internal proteins rather than the spike protein, hmm. and the spike protein's able to mutate so much faster, especially because of vaccines. Like it has a big pressure on it to change. Yeah. But they said the internal proteins actually offer a really interesting look into how to create vaccines in a different way. To wow on those internal proteins. Because you know we focus on the spike, yo. Yeah, they don't evolve at the same, or they don't mutate at the same rate, and it's like a different way to tackle, even with like antivirals or uh, preventative medications or,
2: you know, when you get, or treatment medications, I should say. That's cool. Um, it, may, it makes sense. Like, what I have learned from COVID and all the insane research that we did was like, these vaccines are essentially giving you like T-cell mediated immune boosts that mm-hmm. are regardless of if the virus mutates or the spike mutates, that's why when you get vaccinated, you're less likely to be hospitalized because your immune system's essentially been like trained and gone to the gym around these coronaviruses. So it makes sense that
1: I will just clarify this study was making a distinction between the vaccine-induced antibodies and the T cell-induced common cold um protection. Yeah. So like the vaccines are not necessarily
2: creating the same immunity. No, I didn't I didn't mean it like that. I meant like when I get the vaccine I think sometimes people are picturing like, okay, it's designed to literally look Go at the exact kill, like, t- the spike protein. Yeah. But it's like, okay, that's what we're realizing is not necessarily happening because these viruses are mutating faster than mm-hmm. we can make vaccines. But they are creating T cell mediated responses to make your body better at fighting the infection, even though you might still get it. Because you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, even sometimes, like, I did just get my fifth dose. Because I'm like... And, like, when I was talking to them, they were like... Because we're going away. They're like, you sh-, Like, the only reason maybe why you wouldn't want to do this, because I only had one 84 days ago, was because it would be redundant. But they were like, but it will always be giving you that T-cell mediated boost. And I was and like, that's what different I want. a variant, too. Yeah, yeah. But like. I'm just saying, like, it is kind of interesting because if you get the common cold it means that there's a type it's like a part of your immune system that's not the t-cell medi- you're saying it's no different... it is
1: t-cell i think that's what you're not understanding oh
2: the vaccines confer antibody
1: resistance the this is t-cell mediated like common denominator between the cells oh okay. between the viruses
2: but the vaccines also give you t-cell mediated. i don't know use. anymore i forget what <laughs> level of, uh... no no they, they they do it's the more generic thing that they do
1: okay you know you know yeah from that's um, what ultimately this is saying though if they were to bit develop a vaccine from this because the proteins are more conserved even between variants like they don't change as much whereas the spikes yeah, yeah. The spike has been changing a lot between even omicron um if they could focus on this level it would it would like having a common cold for example protects against all of the variants of COVID. It can. That doesn't mean you're not going to get it. It just means like you have like a bit of an advantage.
2: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. It makes, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Our bodies are like getting beat, but at least, you know, immune systems are really interesting and they kind of like learn.
1: Yeah, it's, like, one of the most complicated things in biology. Like, it's just so many layers and levels, and then you wonder, like, what (laughs) is there actually anything you can do? Like, we're told, you know, exercising and eating healthy and doing these things all keep it strong. But then I have, you know, recently felt like I've had colds on and off. Like, nothing too serious, but enough that I was like, do I just have a shitty immune system, period? (laughs) Like, why? Or is everyone experiencing this right now?
2: And even, like, what I was saying about D-cell media, and, like, we were getting confused, It's like, Sometimes when I read like intense virology papers, they even say like, we don't really know. Like yeah. it's so complicated that the immune system is something that is not like the same as like oxygen and carbon dioxide transfer in your blood, which right. we like know how that works. Like there's so much complexity. Yeah, it's so many layers. Yeah. And every like, body's different. Yeah. Isn't
1: and that funny? The word everybody. It, everybody. it literally is Everybody. <laughs> Whoa, I went cross eyed right? all over.
2: <laughs> everybody. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys? Wait, normalize saying everybody. Yeah. like Instead of everybody. Come on, everybody. Like, that's what pop stars yeah. should say. I like that. I actually think it's
1: Everybody, cool. clap your hands. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Classic wedding song. <laughs> but I do um, love my immune system, and I do feel like mine's weak. And I hate that. Well, I have some science on what you can
1: actually do to increase your immune response. Okay. Legitimately. Literally put it in my veins. There have, you know, there's lots of anecdotal things that have never really come to full fruition. And I'm not, you know, people try to eat garlic or ginger and there are some like there's some light science around like well, certain foods there that are quote-unquote boost your immunity or you know going on walks or exercising yeah. like quote-unquote boosting your immunity but there's like still a lot of vagueness around yeah what is actually is it actually doing something but specific? i do think
2: it is like you have to give people like there's so much of that stuff online, especially on TikTok, but they are based in studies. But mm-hmm. the studies are just more vague than what people's language around what they say is. Yeah, and like, it's
1: similar to, like, exercise an example. I have a video coming out next week that is, like, scientists literally... they They know exercise is good for us. They literally don't know why. Like, they cannot... There's, like, very minimal reasons they can pinpoint like this is what happens in your body that makes you live longer or makes you healthier they're just like we know people who exercise like live longer have better comorbidities against or like you know what i mean are yeah. healthier happier all these things and they'll do similar but they're things like, like,
2: with like we just don't know why And they'll do similar <laughs> things with like Giving people not a tea of ginger and garlic, and yeah. giving them a tea of ginger like, and garlic. Oh, the outcomes and then for that. Self-report was? that they were less sick, and yeah. then people on TikTok will be like, "Ginger and garlic will make you less sick." And it's like, okay, yes. what? That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. but you still can't deny that they didn't just make it up from. Yeah, like, you it's, know what it's I mean?
1: coming from something. I mean, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes there are just like. Um, ways that people have dealt with it. It's very soothing, right? Yeah. So like a lot of those home remedies, it's because it makes you feel better. Yeah. Like it can actually... Drinking lots of water is good for you and can help reduce like a f- uh, thick phlegm. So like you yeah. feel like you don't have as much phlegm. Yeah. And like I think ginger is also very soothing and honey is like antibacterial. But it's like a lot of these things just feel nice, which is an important part. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, but tell me Here's what actually can help you with preventing the common cold and actually minimizing its impacts, even if you already have it. So Whoa. this is research from the John Hopkins universe came out this year. Universe. University. <laughs> Thank you very much. The, <laughs> move over. MCU. John we Hopkins have the John Hopkins universe. That's universe. so funny. They should definitely call themselves. The JHU. <laughs> so they did lab experiments that showed a specific chemical can both fight the common cold and COVID-19. That chemical was called sulforaphane. You may have heard of it before. It's plant-derived. What? It's known as a phytochemical. And it's already known, like it's super famous because it's known to have anti-cancer effects. It can inhibit now where they know the replication of SARS-CoV-2, Whoa. Uh, which is the coronavirus that causes COVID, and other coronaviruses. So where do you get this? What That's did you question. say it was called? Sulforaphane.
2: Coming to this stage, sulforaphane. What's sulfur? Well, okay. So I'm going to just tell you. Yeah. Um, least, it's
1: natural precursor. So what it can be broken down from is found a lot in broccoli. Oh God. Leafy greens. Why would I? Cabbage not? and Brussels sprouts and kale. Now leafy wow. greens are one thing, but it's important to remember this is like, maybe I think it's called cruciferous, right? Most of those are cruciferous vegetables. Yeah. So like, I don't think spinach falls in that. Even though spinach oh. is so healthy, it's like, these are like a, a very specific Whoa. kind of cruciferous vegetable. When in doubt... Right? Broccoli, raw broccoli brussels
2: sprouts kale kale is one that's like really good i've been putting that in my smoothie, match well are you sick no but like is. <laughs> you i realized lately i haven't been eating a lot of vegetables now i, don't know I get why. why you said that this morning you were like craig i haven't
1: eaten vegetables in two weeks and i was like what okay, it's not that i haven't eaten vegetables in two weeks but i used to like be really good at when i made a dinner just like having a full like steaming broccoli or yeah. making asparagus or Brussels sprouts, yeah. and then recently i feel like i've been eating out more and just needing to make quick meals that i haven't like wow had a lot you of haven't vegetables. had your sulforaphane exactly so and you've been sick and they've done two types of studies one in cells and one in mice so in cells if they expose them to sulforaphane <laughs> before like hours before exposing them to covid it reduces the replication of covid by 50 wow. percent that crazy um, it's six different strains of sars um, including Delta and Omicron variants.
2: It's so funny because this sounds obviously like an insane thing to be like telling people from like, it sounds like made up, but it is like, at least I know deep down, no matter what, eating broccoli will always yeah, be good. Yeah, <laughs> at
1: least this is like not, I'm um, not just like being like,
2: go and eat shots of vodka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like, it's just so funny because it's, it's like, like no, regardless, broccoli's, broccoli's going to help, good babe. For you. Yeah.
1: Um, so what else do I have here? Yeah. So what this, happened to mice? This. So it also, I want to say, like I said before, helped with cells that were already infected. So they had cells that were later infected and cells that were already infected. Um, In mice, again, they're not feeding them broccoli in this case. They're just giving them a dose of full Wow. Um, It significantly decreased the loss of body weight that's typically associated with virus infection Hmm. and statistically significantly, (laughs) that's not the way to say that, decreased both the viral load uh, and the amount of virus in the lungs, upper respiratory tract, And the amount of injury that occurred in the lungs and mice. Okay, I want broccoli. (laughs) So the caveat I'm going to give, it's not a problem. It's just that the researchers are like, don't go out and start buying a bunch of supplements for this. Like this is not what we're trying to say. There needs to be a lot more research before you just start like highly dosing up on sulforaphane. But Uh, naturally occurring in these kind of vegetables, these like leafy greens or like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, eat those. You know, that's going to be good for you, for sure. Um, But they just were like, we don't want this. People will be rushing to stores and buying supplements of this because a lot of it's not regulated yet. And they're like obviously testing this on cells
2: and in mice, like dosage and stuff is still unclear probably for humans. So much of like nutrition courses in university would be like starting with this biochemical that's in broccoli and Brussels Mm -hmm. sprouts and then like going through the cellular biology of why it has helped. Like it is interesting that the those vegetables have evolved to be so helpful to us.
1: I know. Be- makes I mean, me wonder like, because like we're people eating broccoli, like we're like hunter gatherers. Well, broccoli? Ca-
2: well, cabbage is like an extremely like easy to produce in a variety of climates like plant in fact like for climate change purposes like uh cabbage if you live in canada and like northern parts of the u.s is like the thing to be eating because it's so nutritious and it is like meant to be there other than like shipping in an avocado from like costa rica Mm. And because it, it is actually so nutritious, yeah. But I, I, but I do think that it is definitely that. Like he, he, Homo sapiens have been eating these. I things. just so want to go back to like
1: hunter gatherer times and just like look at what they really because you're no, gay and I no. bet it wasn't accepted. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I don't actually want to go there, but I'm so curious. And not to say that they were like necessarily that healthy anyway you know what i mean like yeah you gotta cut you're done bud yeah so it, it, it's like we can't just like look back and be like we should be doing that cause no they were dumb no um but we like it is interesting to be like eat lots of broccoli and it's like there wouldn't have just had like access to broccoli. no then. they wouldn't have <laughs>
2: but i know that's very interesting <laughs> That is really interesting because it's like, wait, no. It's crazy when you see what Brussels sprouts grow. At. Yeah, you're like, like, that's a uh, jingle bells. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and it's like, if you have seen it. Look it up. It's I've literally a never stick seen that it. in the wild. Like, it's like, what was that not like genetically modified? Like, where did that come from? Like, it probably is. Yeah, like, I I know, That's why I'm curious. Well, it is. It is so interesting because so much of our food actually like. Literally is genetically mm, modified. Yeah,
1: even like apples, watermelons, corn. Like if you look at their Potatoes. sort of like original wild versions, they're tiny and look disgusting and probably don't taste very good.
2: So in some ways, it's like the food that we eat. In many ways, is if you think about hunter gatherers, it's going to be a lot different. It's like yeah. you know, truly like quote unquote on steroids hashtag genetically modified. Yeah, which or isn't necessarily like a bad selectively thing. Selectively red is yeah. another way to say yeah. it because it's not always genetically modified. Uh, but it's just like... But that kind of is modification form. of genes through
1: selection. Yeah, true. But it's not like the literal modification of genes. Like yeah, putting I DNA see. into plants to yeah. like change the way they are.
2: But it is, it is really interesting because I do feel like there's this weird thing with humans. Like when you're a kid, it's like, Eat your broccoli. Ew, no. But it's like, yeah. why does it always have to be the thing that we like hate? I mean, I guess it,
1: it is a weird thing of life where so many things that taste bad are actually the good things for you. Or like even
2: working out is like hard, but it yeah. is good for you. What is with that? I think that like, wow, think, I'm so hyped up on vaccines. I'm like, it's physics. I'm like, it's the laws of nature. That it, it doesn't requires make energy to be Wait, good. does this make sense? Say it again. Um, I truly feel like I'm on drugs. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, am I the smartest or dumbest? I truly in this moment, I'm like, this is a smart thought, or actually, maybe the dumbest thing anyone. Okay, ever let's said. hear it again. But I'm like, it's physics. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, keep going. No, because okay, like it's if you think about energy, physics. okay, let's think about entropy. Everything is breaking down, right? Like, like falling, like, yeah, becoming less ordered. energy to build up. Yes, anything, anything. So your metabolism. We get all of our energy from eating food that is broken down, and those at- literal atoms and like the electrons like in a crazy variety of ways mm-hmm. are like through your body, like put through an electron transport chain mm-hmm. and spitting out ATP. And that makes energy. Sure. Okay. Sounds wow. a little more biochemistry than yeah, physics, I'm but really, I am there's physics in there. No, that's all physics. It's not all physics. Girl. The, okay. The electron. I'm trans- a biology stand. The don't proton come me. being on the out. Literally. It's just that the protons okay, end up on the yes. uh, one side of the intracellular matrix of the mitochondria. Then they are sure. pushed through due to this pressure. Still chemistry. No, but it's the physicality of the <laughs> buildup of the pressure of the protons going through the pump that makes the ATP. Well, That's physics. That's okay, force. Okay, okay. I get that. I'm uh, really yelling, I'm so that gonna, no one questions no, what I'm I said originally because
1: I'm like, it was dumb. Because then it gave me an interesting thought of like, you know. This is a side note, When by the way. you
2: eat. Well, it's related. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <When> <laughs> Not a side
2: you, note as when we talk about literally Talking about or,
1: like how... To build something up, you need energy, right? Like, you have to, yes. it requires energy, energy to order to a system in a, in a specific way. So, working out. Fine. But I'm <laughs> thinking, like, um, processed food is way easier for your body. It's already broken down. So yeah, you don't have to do a lot of work. Where it's actually, like, your body has to do a lot of work to deal with your, plants and vegetables. Because there's a lot of fiber and, like, stuff it has to break
2: down that's whole working foods, harder. Whole foods whole foods contain more energy because they have not been processed by literal machines ahead yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. It is physics. <laughs> it wasn't as dumb as I thought. And I'm not even stoned. And so as a
1: result, it's like, yeah, you got to put more work in, which is why things that take more work probably taste less good because we know our bodies have to like do all, do all work. the work. And but there's more energy the weird,
2: in them. It's just the
1: <laughs> weird part where you're like, why? why has evolution primed us that way where the okay. things that are easy are not yeah. necessarily good for us, but that may not be true actually. Like huh. our quote unquote laziness and quote unquote craving for bad things actually comes from an evolutionary like situation yes. where those things were not present. Like if you could rest and you were tired, you should. If you were craving sugar like, you sh- and you had it, you should eat it or yeah. fat, you should have it. Yeah. Cause you may not get that again for a long time. Yeah, so it's like, true we were designed based on a different environment where thinking like we just started that show alone. And it's like, what would you eat if you were just in the wild? Like you'd almost, you'd
2: be so Oh God, I would eat the nearest mushroom and die instantly. Yeah. But I do feel like there is like, I love thinking about, life from the perspective of the laws of nature and physics because it does make everything it's like it it turns like eating into a philosophical Mm -hmm. question about energy energy and the universe because i'm like entropy is like increasing Mm -hmm. things are breaking down so it does actually make sense the universe is so crazy (laughs) hot take (laughs) like (laughs) it is so i wild. love when i the forget universe about, no i just love when, yeah i love when i forget about like TikTok. tok and yeah like, i just that? had moment and then, like, where i was remember like the universe you know we've got these cells in us doing all this
1: crazy stuff but like as you get more macro and macro you're like are we just part of like a bigger chain of how things are breaking behave? down yeah
2: yeah i think so like right? that
1: earth is like its own version of a cell
2: well because everything our solar is in. literally everything is coming from photons from the sun we know that all of life—the yeah. definition of life—is what I said. It's that metabolism, which is all the breakdown of things that are coming from photons from the sun. Whether it's the it's the plant, the thing that eats the plant, the bacteria. Light. Yeah, photons. it's all it's that all from photons. So fo- like it is all that. Like actually,
1: that's all. <laughs> it's all is. that. She's all that. The universe is yeah. all that. The sun. So it's really the sun.
2: It. Yeah, it's just the sun. Else, all those stars are suns. But then it's just like <laughs> for what. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I'm like, when metabolism we still becomes philosophical and
1: wants episode, because yeah. that's where the for what comes in. Really? That's what he talks about? That's his whole thing. It's like, why are we here? What are we doing?
2: I can't and believe I still can't believe he's white.
1: <laughs> I just can't believe it. I'm like, I just always, I just can't believe it. But he's reaching into Buddhist philosophy. That's like, he, he was like, no, I know, I know. So but he that's he is why. Taking cultural philosophies that were not where he came from and trying to teach them to the West. Yeah. Which is very, it's beautiful and it's amazing. But that is also so interesting. It reminds me like the Dalai Lama is good at this too, where he's like, we're not going to ignore science. We're going to find a way to use science to talk about spirituality and connect the two in this way. That's not about power and structure. It's like liberating people on the way to think about not, you know, how to just be content and happy and enjoy your life. And I find it beautiful when they're able, both of them are really good at, taking examples of science and physics and chemistry
2: and relating that to like who you are as a whole.
1: I think it's beautiful. Yeah.
2: But it is still interesting. Cause it's like, it's still just energy from the sun that made Alan Watts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the words he had to eat a burger to say it, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. Although I don't know. Does he eat burgers or he has vegan energy?
1: I don't know. I think he wasn't vegetarian or vegan. I don't think he was. Uh, canceled i'm kidding <laughs> i mean we all will be canceled one day for having eaten meat yeah i, I truly believe that yeah no for sure and actually for... maybe not oh <laughs> only because i think like if we can artificially produce meat i think like a relationship to it in general
2: will change i'm really loving these side notes Great. Yeah. No, I'm just like, cause now I'm like, let's you, go. Let's talk about me. It's awful. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I feel really, really, really weird. Okay. Let, should we just stop? No, no, no no, <laughs> no, 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 We don't need to stop. I'm just we like, do. I'm just like, I actually, I'm like, sometimes my body just goes into full shivers and I'm like, I am doing the coolest <laughs> science experiment on it right now.
1: Yeah. I hope it doesn't go on forever
2: for no, you. It, Mitch, it's a vaccine. <laughs> it's not going like, to go on forever. The best part about it joking. is I wake up tomorrow and then I feel amazing and I'm like, I feel Freckin' went to the gym yeah. for my immune system. I'm awesome. i
1: just rubbing Good it because you. So you don't have them. Because, I, and I need the other one to know I didn't get them because I hadn't been feeling well, and I just don't want to get it while I'm feeling off.
2: Yeah, no, I know, but.
1: I have a disease.
2: Yeah, I still that judge. I still judge. I'm yeah, very judgmental. Yeah, Ge- Greg is judgmental. Yeah,
1: like I am like, I have had a chronic illness that you will not acknowledge. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're wow. not on this podcast. Wow. wow, <laughs> wow my boyfriend wow, wow, wow. is what do you say? Like, yeah,
2: doesn't believe victims, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> God. Now I'm canceled. Not for eating meat, but for not believing victims. Okay, let's let, get the heck out of here. Okay, thank you so much for listening. We're yeah. actually going to end this. I am going to go nap. Okay. Thanks sir. Oh, you said it already. Okay. <laughs> Bye.
1: Ding. Hold up.